Hey everyone, welcome to Past Lives and the Divine. I'm Gina and this is the podcast where we enjoy stories about past lives, our soul's connection to us, to the divine, to our past lives, to our life between lives. All those out there conversations, we're here for it, aren't we? (laughs) Okay, in today's episode, I'm facilitating a hypnotic journey for you to take in the name of self-exploration and getting more in touch with like your soul, your soul's desires. Okay, so here's why I'm doing that. The theme is grounding, as you know by the title. And I have that come in because a couple weeks ago, my tarot and hypnosis episode was about taking lessons from the Wheel of Fortune. And I also had a past life regression in a previous podcast episode at some point this month. I put them out and then I don't remember, especially now that they're out once or twice a week. I really don't remember them. Um, So what I will say is, (laughs) is this idea of like grounding, getting to your center, especially and most importantly when shit is crazy, crazy in your mind, crazy in your home, crazy in your life, crazy in the world. And that has been such a big lesson for me. And it's such a big lesson for me right now. It came up in my past life regression in December that I just talked about in a recent podcast episode. And it just and it it's also come up just this idea of grounding, grounding down so we can rise up higher. A lot of times, and I have a history of this for sure, I used to think like, but if I'm not hard on myself, but if I give myself a break, I had this almost like this feeling of like, I can't even give myself a break or I'll never get up. Or I can't even give myself a break because then so-and-so is going to think I'm lazy. And really, it's in this space where we take a break, where we take a breather, where we step away from our life. And even if it's two minutes or two hours, whatever you have time for, being able to do that helps us just kind of calm the waters of our mind. So we're able to get more of those intuitive hits. And so when we think of grounding down, it's something that's said all the time, but I used to have a hard time understanding what that meant for me personally. And I bet I've been, you know, the idea of grounding down for sure has been with me since I did my yoga certification, which, man, when did I officially do my yoga certification? I taught for many years without a certification. Um, I don't know. I think I did my yoga certification in like 2008 was my official certification. And anyway, oftentimes we think about that in yoga of like this idea of grounding down, but I could never, it never felt right to me. Like grounding me, like making me feel attached to the earth just didn't feel like something I wanted to do. Um, But then through just different podcasts and hearing other people talk about grounding practices, uh, especially right now, I think it's in the forefront of people's minds, even if that's not what they're calling it. It's like, I need to take care of myself. To me, that's a grounding practice. Like any time we can spend taking care of ourselves and like, yes, like massages or manicures, if that's your thing, but more so like um, replenishment, going within, taking a little break. Because even though it appears, like yesterday I had this thought, I was thinking about this podcast episode and what I was going to do. 
And I was sitting on the couch uh, with Roxanne and I was just petting her. And I was just sitting there and I was like, look, it looks like I'm doing nothing, but I'm not. I am thinking about my podcast episode and what I'm going to do and where I'm going to take you and what I'm going to talk about and why we're going to be there and how I'm going to explain it. And that is necessary work in quotations that needs to happen. And it's not going to happen if I just go through my life like reacting, 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 reacting. I have to pause and like get quiet, understand the intuition coming in pause, get quiet, understand more of who I am and what I truly want. Because when we're constantly like, when I think of not being grounded, part of that is like this feeling, it can definitely feel like you're kind of beside yourself or you're not really experiencing your life for whatever reason. There's many, many reasons why we do that. But when I think of grounding, it's really a sense of like nourishment and replenishment for me. And because for fuck, like 95% of my life, I didn't understand how much other people's energy affected me. Like I grew up in a home that, you know, made codependent behavior um, part of the repertoire that we all needed to get through life together in the same house growing up. And I'm starting to see that 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 environment alone would have uh, cultivated that sense of codependence within me, meaning I'm going to make everyone around me happy and then I'll be happy. It's like, that's actually not how it goes, at least for me. If you feel differently and it's working for you, then you probably don't need this. <laughs> okay, so um, it's really, when you pair that, like, codependency, thinking we need to take care of everyone else before we take care of us, or thinking it's selfish to do what we need to take care of ourselves, that is all wrapped up in enmeshment, codependent behavior, and it becomes even harder to separate yourself from when you are sensitive. You. I don't know about you. I'm talking about like the collective you. I'm talking about me. So that was when I really started to see um, my friend Allison. We swap sessions a lot. You've probably heard her voice on this podcast during a PLR recap. But her and I have talked about this a lot of like this sense of we're both very sensitive. We're both very intuitive. But it's very different between the two of us. And that's some of my favorite conversations is like understanding how it comes in for her, how it comes in for other people, how it comes in for me. And that's been a journey. Um, and, I, you know, I'm assuming it's a part of my life work because I can, it seems like, you know, I can learn lessons from other people like, oh, so-and-so did that and, you know, got fucked on it. So I'm not going to do it. But um, I have a hard time. I really try to learn without like a lot of suffering. Like I try to be awake enough to see things that are triggering and so I can deal with it in a way that's for my highest and best, in a way that's, you know, for my soul, as opposed to just reaction programming. Um, because like I said, a lot of my programming growing up was like really codependence. And it's that sense. And I think that when we label stuff like codependency, people are like, oh, fuck that, that's not me. And then we automatically think, because I did this, it's like, I'm not codependent. I know who is, and I'm not like that person. <laughs> and it's really like, if 
you feel like you cannot, if I feel like I can't take time for me, if I feel like everyone else needs to be happy and then I'll be happy, if I feel like I don't want to, um, little things like I don't want to, you know, be the one who makes this big decision because then if someone else isn't happy about it, then it's my fault. And all of these things, um, became amplified and even harder to like separate myself from because I'm so sensitive. And so like, like I, like I said before I went off on a tangent, like Allison and I are both super sensitive and something she would always talk about was like, it's hard for, she would talk about how it was hard for her to go out or be around certain people because their energy was just so um, you know, incongruent on some level with their, with her own energy. And holy shit is that wrapped up as I release my baggage and my judgments around the word codependent and who I think is codependent and if I think I'm codependent or not and just literally looking at like the definition, the habits. And that's that's what it is. And so because I am super sensitive, it's really easy for me to feel when someone's unhappy. And it's easier for me, and I've actually said this out loud many times to therapists, to hypnotists, to hypnotherapists, where it's like, it used to be easier for me to be like, I'm going to keep you happy and just swallow my feelings. That used to be easier and that that was actually an effective way to deal with a lot of shit in my life in the past. And I'm just done with it. Like, I'm done with it. You just, the weirder I get, the more in touch with myself I get, the more soul understanding, the more I connect to my soul, the more I connect to the unconditional love of the universe around me, the less I am interested in betraying myself to keep someone else happy. Of course, I am a good person. And so at the heart of it, I'm compassionate. I am incredibly sensitive to what people are feeling. But now I have the tools to replenish myself. Now I have the tools to protect myself. And I have the tools to construct more effective boundaries because I am listening to what I need. I'm not just listening to what everybody else needs from me because I could do that my entire life. And I don't even have kids, right? What about these poor people who have kids who are like, I need you, I need you, I need you. I think that that's an added layer of pressure. Uh, and my hope is that you're listening to this and you're like, I have kids, I don't feel that way at all. Um, but I just want you to know, like, these grounding practices, in my mind, that's what grounding is. It allows me to be like, rooted in who I truly am, the frequency of the life I came here to create. And with that in mind, I'm automatically going to make better decisions. I'm going to respond instead of reacting emotionally in a way that's like pouring gasoline on a fire. I'm going to do these things that are like for my highest and best more often. Okay, so I wanted to talk about grounding. It's so important to me since I kind of got this different understanding of it as a way to like nourish myself. If you think a tree is as big, I think is what I've heard, underground as it is above ground, 
It's like, just because you don't see that stuff underground, that's actually the stuff that makes the tree work. If that stuff underground wasn't there, there would be nothing to feed the tree, there would be nothing to hold the tree up. But even though it looks like the roots are doing nothing and it's invisible, we all know it's like the most important part of a tree. Like, yes, if you cut off the roots or cut into many of the roots, the tree would last maybe a few years longer, but it's going to be suffering. And it's like, we don't need to do that to ourselves. And how often have I not asked for what I needed because I felt like the other person was going to judge me? Or how often have I advocated for myself um, and had other people be angry with me? All of those things used to really bother me and dictate my behavior. And something I've been working on is like understanding that I am a good person. Like at the heart of it, I'm a good person. But because I'm a person, a human, not every human's going to be happy with me all the time. And that's actually part of life on Earth is like bumping into these other energies that might feel good, might not feel good. And I see it all as like a tool to sharpen my blade of like decision making, of communication. Yeah. So I'm just talking on and on about grounding and and what it means to me because I think like just in the last year, I've had this understanding of grounding, what it is to me and how important it is to me. And when I got that information, what is grounding to me, what feels important in that realm to me, when I got that information, I could look back on my life and say, oh, that's why I felt good during that part of my life. Or, oh, that's why I felt like such shit in that part of my life. And it's kind of a nice way to like affirm these behaviors that we have within ourselves that we maybe didn't even know we were operating, seeking grounding, giving ourselves nourishment. But I think when we can stop and reflect on our path of evolution, it's easier for us to um, feel confidence, feel like we're making our way, feel feel just more empowered, more wise, more capable. That's so fucking important. Because <laughs> I and I think we get a lot of that through reflection looking back because um, evolution, at least for me, is happening so motherfucking slow, except in the past years. I feel like I'm a different person than I was last year, but evolution typically for me <laughs> last is so slow that I need to look in the rearview mirror to be like, okay, what have I done here? Like, where did I used to be? And that's a good way for me. So what I wanted to do with this journey was to allow you to understand more about what grounds and nourishes you. And um, something else that I talk about is like journaling and how I don't like journaling. And I even get um, emails and text messages from people who are like, you know, wallowing in the I hate journaling thing, you know, it works uh, when I <laughs> when I actually do it. And I think other people feel the same way. They feel that push and pull and we've bonded over it. I've bonded over this with a lot of people. But what's so funny is I got this insight the other day, this download that just came in and it was like, hey, we never said journaling. We said writing. <laughs> and I was like, what? And this is something that I think I've talked about here on this podcast. I've certainly talked about it with um, 
other hypnotists and I've talked about it with clients, but this sense of like when we channel something, when we get a download, when we hear a message from our higher self, from God, from some ascended master, from a spirit guide, whatever it is, it needs to come through the human. So whether I'm doing my own personal channeling or say I was channeling for someone else or say, you know, I have a client and they are essentially at the end after the past life scenes when we connect in that spiritual space of guidance with their spirit guides or their higher self. Oftentimes the client will all ask a question. I'll say like, this is for, you know, my clients, whatever their name is, spirit guide. And I'll ask a question. And a lot of times the way the client talks back to me, telling me the answer to that question is like in third person. I think of that as channeling. And I don't think it's crazy that a lot of clients who do that are like, I don't remember what my spirit guide said. And it was like, I don't know, there's a change there. Like when we channel... I don't know if that's a deeper state of trance. These are all questions I have and all questions that I've been talking to. Anybody who will listen is like, what is that? Anyway, anytime we're getting that information, it's coming through the human. And the human has their own interpretations and their own life experiences. And so of course, when when people, when I would get like a vision or get like the idea of like write, like journal, write, I just automatically thought journal because I've never thought of myself as a writer and I've never thought of myself as someone who enjoys writing. I've always written for work just because that's how you do marketing, <laughs> at least as a solo entrepreneur. So I just I think it's interesting that um, I've been thinking about these ideas of like even when someone's a channel, they still are a filter. We still have room to fuck up to make the divine message not as divine as it could be maybe or maybe not as loving I don't know I don't have finished thoughts on that but it's something that I've already been thinking about and I thought it was so funny when all of a sudden this message came through and it was like well you hate journaling so we didn't say journal we said write (laughs) and so I think they were kind of like hey Gina this um story you have in your head about what journaling is and how much you like it is not necessarily what we're talking about. And so just this idea of like writing, write more, write creatively, write all these things. And and so I've got some writing projects that I've put on my docket, I guess, um, for work and for personal stuff too, just like fun things, stories to create or like recreate certain things. Okay, so... Um, part of that, this long story, so I have like this idea of writing more and writing to get intuition and I, and I'm all, and I was already thinking like, I need podcast episodes that help me help people, uh, more fine tune their intuition. So many people who come for a past life regression have this idea of like, um, what their intuition, how it's going to come through. And a lot of times this will show up, someone will be like, I'm not visual, so I don't think this is going to work. But there's so many different ways that our intuition communicates with us and different ways that we get messages. I mean, there are as many ways as there are people on this planet. So part of grounding, part of getting what you need, part of living in alignment, part of centering yourself and who you are, 
you first have to know who you are. You first have to understand how this wisdom comes in, right? So enter this kind of podcast episode. So we're doing channeled writing. So it's hypnosis and writing together. Um, I will be doing one episode like this a month. It is a way for you to expand your horizons, flex your intuitive muscle, uh, whether you enjoy journaling or not, whether you consider yourself a writer or not, we all have the ability to get intuitive messages. And if you have the ability to write, then you can do this. Um, and a couple other things I want to say about this. This is going to be different from anything I've ever done, which hence the long ass intro. So this is going to be different from anything I've ever done. As I mentioned in the hypnotic track, you can be hypnotized and have your eyes open. So hypnotizing, being in a hypnotic trance uh, is a better term for that. Be when you are in a hypnotic trance, you're able to open your eyes and still be in a trance because it's a mindset. Now, when you open your eyes, it can become incredibly difficult to stay focused and stay in that trance state. So when you come and open your eyes in this hypnotic journey, I want you to then just simply focus on the sheet of paper in front of you, focus on what you're writing, focus on the words coming in, the ideas coming up, the sensations, focus on it and focus on what you're writing. And whenever you're done writing the answers to different questions that I pose, then you'll put down your pen, you'll close your eyes and wait until the next question. Okay, something else I wanna say, this, this type of channeled writing is essentially what we're doing is we're getting that conscious mind to relax and maybe lay down in the back seat and the subconscious mind is now in the front seat with us. They're louder, it's easier to hear it, it's easier to see it, experience it, gain the essence of it, and that's hypnosis. And that's why we use hypnosis, because it's in that subconscious mind that holds our plan for this life, it holds every memory of every life, every memory of every in-between life, so much in that subconscious mind. And I also think of that subconscious mind as kind of like an antenna, an antenna to pick up signals from spirit guides, higher self, well ancestors, ascended masters, anyone else, any other enlightened beings who are there looking to guide us for our highest and greatest good. Because hypnosis is all about the client's mindset, I want to set you up even more for this. I want you to know that as you do these, so if you choose, whether you consider yourself a writer or a journaler or not, we can all do it and we all have intuition. So if this seems like, think of it as like going to the gym, getting some answers maybe. <laughs> it's almost like going to a psychic and going to the gym, going to the gym to strengthen your intuition, going to a little psychic to get some higher knowledge about yourself. And what I want you to know is like, as we move through this, the first time you do it, it's gonna be most likely the most difficult, uh, most difficult time that you have getting this information. Because of that, and because I want these episodes to be just another way for you all to like flex that intuitive muscle as much as you want to, practice it as much as you want to, it's really designed with like 
people who are just beginning in mind. So you will, first of all, if, if my voice drives you nuts, I don't know how you're on episode 40. <laughs> I don't know what that is. But if my talking, so I ask a question and then I talk. So from kind of like a behind the scenes as a hypnotist, here's why I do that. Because a lot of times people, when I say like, um, for example, in a past life scene, I'll ask a question, are you inside or outside? Like if the question is not A or B, I like to just help my client by throwing a few more options out there to get their mind going. Here's, let me see if I can do a better job explaining that. Okay, so when when a client, anyone who I've worked with is just starting to understand their intuitive abilities and how this information comes in, it's easier if I can kind of help them by being like, is it A, is it B, is it C, is it D, is it something totally different? And from my understanding, our brains are almost like, when someone is resistant to being like, oh, I don't know, I might be making up that detail. If I say something that in their mind is like, oh yeah, I am seeing that, it helps affirm in their mind so they can move forward quicker. So we want, we want, I want you to like get as much as you can, go as far as you can, go as fast as you can. And that's gonna naturally happen with practice. So after you listen to this or a few times or one time, or maybe you listen to a handful of these episodes, it very well could get to the point where you're like, Gina, ask the question and shut the fuck up. And so what I want you to do is listen to the question. And then if my talking is bothering you, know that that's a good sign. That means that you're actually, your intuition is more primed than like say a beginner in that situation. So that's a good thing. And when I when it's too much talking, just hit pause, finish writing your answer to the question, set your pen or pencil down, blink your eyes closed, hit play, wait for the next question. And then when the next question gets asked, same thing, press pause if you need more time to write, press pause if you need me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> but I want you to know that's why there's so much talking and not a ton of pauses and long silences because I would rather have you if you're conditioned if your intuition is a little more revved up than someone who's just beginning it's easier for you to press pause than it is easier for someone to like have to hit forward 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 like where's the next question when does the silence end so that's why I did it like that so forgive me if I start to bother you in trance. But you know what? We're also like easy, breezy, open, loving, compassionate in trance. Um, you'll probably just be like, I can't even hear her. <laughs> I'm so blissed out. That's what I hope. Okay, so again, this is about grounding. This is about a new way to access your intuition. This is not necessarily journaling. It might feel like journaling. It might feel exactly like journaling. It might feel a little bit like journaling. But what's really important is for you to just be open, just write down whatever comes into mind. And when you're done with that, close your eyes, put down your pen, wait for the next question. Easy peasy. And if you liked this, if you have a question, anything like that, 
please hit reply to my emails. And if you don't get my emails, you can go to pastlivesandthedivine.com slash subscribe and you can get my emails. You can hit reply and just ask me a question about this. Or if you have like a really cool experience, I would love to hear about that too. So either way. Um, and then also know every time you do trance, every time you practice with your intuition, over time the trend will be It'll get easier to get that information. It'll get easier to trust that information. It'll get easier to act on that information. But that doesn't necessarily mean that every time you go into trance, it's gonna be better than the last time. But that is the trend. So keep showing up. If you're feeling called to do this writing track, you can do it now. If you're feeling called to do it, but you don't wanna do it now, my God, I've been talking like 30 minutes. This is like its own podcast episode. If you're not gonna do it now, but you wanna do it soon, I'm just gonna give you a little gentle nudge to like put it on your calendar. Just put it on your calendar. Grounding is so important. It's like putting gas in your car. Uh, yeah, it can be a pain in the ass, but after a while, if you get used to it, if you find the right things, it can feel really, really good and actually be just like a part of your life that feels good, not a grind, not one more thing you gotta do all that good stuff. So to get ready, all you need is yourself, some quiet space, uninterrupted time, and a pen and a paper. So set yourself up comfortable for the hypnotic part of it. We'll do an induction and then we'll open it up to questions. So if you wanna recline back, maybe you have your pen and paper on your lap. If it's on the floor, maybe you lay on the floor. However you wanna get this set up, just make sure it's seamless and easy for you to pop open your eyes and just start writing. Okay, are we ready? If you like this, click five stars on Apple Podcasts. Okay, now that I've gotten that out of the way, gather around the fire. Let's dive in. Let's open up the channel and write about the perfect grounding practices for us at this time in our lives. Moving into a comfortable position, shifting as you need to, sitting close to your pen and writing paper. You can relax your hands to your sides, on your lap, wherever is comfortable for you. Not now, but in a minute or so, you'll take some deep breaths. And when you do this, you'll take these deep breaths all the way in, all the way down to your belly, solar plexus, fill your chest. And then as you exhale, imagine exhaling out any tension, stress, tightness, any resistance that's within you. And now taking that first of three deep breaths as you inhale, lengthening out, filling your lungs with air from bottom to top. And as you exhale, allow that breath to take away the cares of the day, anything that's weighing heavy on your mind. Continue to take deep breaths taking three, maybe four of them. 
and then returning to the natural rhythm of your own breath. Good. Knowing that with each effortless and automatic exhale, you'll naturally sink into a deeper state of relaxation. And this happens naturally and automatically. All you need to do is listen to my words. So know that if your mind starts to wander or you start to doubt, just listen to my words. Trust any information, insights, wisdom, anything that comes into your senses or your thoughts. Now I'd like you to imagine a root going from your seat through the floor and into the earth. And I want you to imagine this root spreading and reaching and growing wider and deeper. Wider and deeper. Imagine this root reaching so wide and so deep that it can reach the core of the earth with some of those root branches. And imagine these roots wrapping around a rock at the core of the earth. And you are now totally grounded, connected to Mother Earth and her nurturing, protective energy. Imagining this root system coming off you and going deep into the earth. I want you to pause here and just feel this groundedness. And it might be so subtle and you might be unfamiliar with it, so it might be hard to identify. Almost like a deep calm. And now I want you to imagine with each exhale, any stress, any tension in your body is moving down through that root system, out of your body, into the earth, where it'll be transmuted into a higher frequency of love and healing. Love and healing for Mother Earth and all of her children. Good. Effortlessly and automatically relaxing even deeper, more and more physically relaxed, higher and higher consciousness. Now I want you to imagine Bring your attention to the very top of your head and imagine opening the crown, the very top of your head, and allowing light to come in. Beautiful light from the universe from above. And this light comes in through the crown of your head and it works its way down from head all the way to toe. And imagine this light touching your body, relaxing you, healing you. 
as this light touches your forehead, eyebrows, and all the muscles around your eyes. You feel more relaxed as these muscles begin to soften. Now imagine, sense, feel, or just know that this light is moving down your face, relaxing all the muscles along your jawline, moving into your neck, bringing a deep sense of relief and release and relaxation as this light moves from your neck all the way down your spine, sending a wave of softness and relaxation to all the muscles in your back, upper back, mid back, lower back, and into your hips. Maybe you feel yourself become heavier on the furniture or cushion beneath you. You feel so relaxed here. And now know that this light is moving into your chest, opening your heart center, releasing any blocks you might have to this journey. And this light spreads and bathes all of your organs in your chest and your abdomen bathing all your organs in this healing light from above. Now this light moves into your legs, thighs, knees, calves, ankles, and pools in your feet. Nourishing, healing, relaxing all the muscles, tendons, ligaments, and nerve pathways from head to toe in your body. Calm and balanced, you are now totally connected with that universal love, healing and wisdom, and grounded to Mother Earth. Imagine, sense, feel, or just know that there is a spark of light at the center of your being. This spark of light is the ancient, all-knowing and eternal part of you. This is the part of you that lives on and on, holding all your memories, all your plans, everything you've learned. And now imagine this light in the center of your being growing bigger and brighter. Bigger and brighter, this light of your soul gets with each breath and each heartbeat, effortlessly and automatically. The light of your soul is now growing so big, so bright, that it shines and emanates out all around you and it begins to form a protective, loving bubble of light all around you. Only truth and love can penetrate this bubble as you go deeper and deeper relaxed. 
deeper relax, being bathed in the light and the wisdom of your soul. And you are now grounded to Mother Earth, protected and connected, bathed in the light and the wisdom and the healing of the light of the universe and bathed in the light of your soul. Good. Our intention here is to have an experience that will give you insights and clarity, illuminating the best path forward for you in terms of you feeling your best in this life that you're living right now. Something is beginning to happen, and we don't know exactly what will happen or how it's happening, but it is happening. Now simply allow the deepest part of yourself to let go and evolve into this experience. Trust what is happening. Your conscious mind is stepping to the side now as your subconscious mind begins to get louder, stronger, more potent. Your subconscious mind will give you access to a point of view of your life that will help you make the most of your time. And the time here on earth and the time you spend sharing your gifts and the time you spend caring for your heart, your mind, your body, and your soul. Allow the light waves, the frequency vibrations, the healing energies that are around you and within you Allow them to permeate every aspect of your being. Doing that now, as you allow yourself to go even deeper into this state of relaxation. A deeper state of being. A state of trusting, allowing, knowing. This is a profound state of relaxation, peace, and connection to all that is. You are now in a place of expanded consciousness, expanded awareness, as you move into a realm of pure and unconditional love. In this space of higher awareness, the energy around you is beginning to take shape. You might see colors or lights. The energy around you is beginning to take the shape of a hill. A grassy, beautiful hill. And to you, it seems so peaceful here. You notice the clouds in the sky or the absence of the clouds. You can feel the sun on your skin. 
and in the distance you see a beautiful bubble of light coming toward you. And there's something about this bubble of light. It seems so intriguing, so interesting, so magnetic to you. Almost like you've seen it before. Observe this bubble of light coming toward you. Observe the shape, the color or colors, the size. Imagine this bubble of light coming toward you on this grassy hill. And now this bubble of light comes and lands right next to you. As it lands, you look at it, and a little doorway opens up. You know exactly what to do, and you are so happy to do it. You move into this bubble of light, and as you move in, somehow in your intuition, you can feel that bubble of light smiling because you've joined together. This bubble of light is so peaceful and so you relax in this bubble of light. And maybe you can get a sense of the colors if they've changed of this bubble within this bubble. You acknowledge any smell, any textures, any, any characteristics of you being in this bubble. Maybe it's as if you're reclined on the most comfortable, cushy chair. Maybe you feel weightless and floating in this bubble. This is your bubble. This is your portal opening you up even further to the wisdom of your soul and your spirit guides. As you relax here in this bubble of knowledge, in this space of expanded consciousness and awareness, with access more readily available from not only your soul self, but your guides, your eternal soul memories and knowledge. In a minute, you'll hear a series of questions. As I ask the questions, listen to the words of the question and allow the answer to bubble up inside your mind. Oftentimes, this is the first answer. This is the quiet answer that might surprise you. It might come as a clear picture of something in your life, something to add, something to let go of, action to take, something to complete on your path. You will get a response rising within you to these questions in many different ways. If you're visual, you might see a picture 
or you might get a feeling, a knowing, a sensation to follow. No matter how you get the information, trust what unfolds within you. Be open to the way the messages come. No matter how small the detail or the idea, focus on it and let it grow in your mind. In this deeply relaxed state, you'll get more ideas and more clarity about your life, how to make it an even better fit for you. There are no wrong answers, allowing the insights and wisdom to come in with an openness and allowing and a trust. Knowing that you'll be able to recall and write these ideas as soon as you get them. As these answers to the questions that I pose come in, you'll open your eyes, take your writing utensil and write on the paper in front of you. Just write stream of consciousness, the first thing that comes to mind. Because the trance state is a place where our subconscious mind and our connection to the divine is more potent, more clear, it's a state of mind. So when you open your eyes, as long as you write, stay engaged with my voice and the answers that come in to your intuition, you'll remain in that trance state but know at any time you can lift yourself out of it. Bringing your focus to this expanded place of consciousness, this bubble of light that you are inside. I'm gonna ask a few questions about this bubble of light and as the answers come in, you can open your eyes and write down the answer. As with every answer and every question, just observe what comes in and write it down. We'll analyze it later. We'll think about it in a way where we can maybe make more sense of it later. But for now, you're just writing stream of consciousness. The first thing that comes to mind, maybe that quiet answer that you didn't expect. Our first question, what color is the bubble of light? When it was floating toward you, what color was it presenting? And now that you're in this bubble of light, this place of expanded awareness and higher consciousness, has the color changed since moving inside this bubble of light. Trust and allow what comes in and write the first thing that comes to mind. Continuing to fire up our intuition. As you relax here in this bubble of light, do you get the sense that you're floating weightlessly or do you get the sense you're seated or reclined or standing? 
How do you feel in this bubble of light? Just write down everything that you observe. Strengthening your intuition with each word that you write, opening up the channel further and further. Our next question, what does it feel like when I am grounded, nourished, energized? What do you feel personally with the combination of your personality, your body, your mind, your heart, your soul? How does groundedness feel to you? Just write stream of consciousness. It might be physical sensations that you're aware of. It might be a mindset or a mood, a sense of appreciation or relief, peace, a sense of energy, rootedness, having a strong foundation. You write how you feel when you're grounded, aligned with your soul, and nourished. And as you write this down, just writing stream of consciousness, you can analyze it later, make plans later. But for now, know that as you acknowledge how you feel when you're grounded, Know that in the future, it'll be easier for you to become grounded and acknowledge the feeling of being grounded so you can feel gratitude for it and thoroughly enjoy it. Every day, this will become easier and easier for you effortlessly and automatically. And now the next question, what do you do in your daily life that grounds you, centers you, roots you in what you truly want most? What are all the things you do that add to your nourishment, your grounding? What do you do that helps the foundation from which you operate life from? It might be something simple like sitting down to eat or turning off the TV or being in silence. It might be the sleep you get or the sleep you need. Trust what comes in. What makes you feel safe? accepted, grounded. And our next question, what could you add to help you get more of that feeling within you? More of that calm centeredness. You might get a picture in your mind or a sense you need to spend time in nature or you need to slow down 
or you need to connect with certain people. This can be anything for anyone. There's no wrong answer. Just write your stream of consciousness. What could you add in your life? Just brainstorm what you could add in your life that makes you feel grounded. And if you wrote something like take a walk or have quiet time, continue to write. How often should you do that? Should you do it alone, in quiet? For how long? Write whatever comes to mind. And now for any of your other ideas for grounding, whether it's something you currently do, or something you've done in the past, or something you should add in the future, it might be a mindset, it might be an action item, it might be something to learn or embody. There are no wrong answers. Just observe and write what comes in. Anything else that comes in, any other ideas for grounding yourself. Taking into consideration previous answers to different questions. And getting more information about how to add these things to your life. Or how to make them more impactful if you're already doing them. Or maybe it's an affirmation to just keep doing what you're doing. Write whatever comes in. And the next question involves the people that we take care of. Even if you're just taking care of yourself or a plant if you take care of anyone else in your personal life, in your home, in your work, this question is for that side of us. This side of us that cares for other people, sometimes to the detriment of ourselves. What can you do? What are ways to care for yourself so you feel more centered, aligned, and grounded. What are ways that you can do this while helping to nourish other people? How can you nourish yourself, truly nourish yourself, while nourishing other people? Just write what comes to mind. It could be simply leading by example. It could be taking someone with you. Grounding could happen through a conversation. Trust and allow the answers that come to you. The knowings, the sensations, and the pictures. Finish writing your thoughts, and when you're ready, put down your pen or pencil 
and close your eyes. Relaxing here with your eyes closed, re-engaging with the words. I want you to imagine yourself doing these different things every day, grounding yourself, nourishing yourself, giving yourself the foundation to take better action, make better decisions, all that are more suited for you in your best life, the life you came here to create. Imagine yourself now doing these things little by little, day after day, and now fast forward, fast forward your life to the day when you feel so naturally grounded, so naturally strong, so grounded that you can rise up to levels you could have never reached before. Imagine this future version of you. Imagine it as you. Imagine this future you as if it was the present moment. How do you feel physically? Imagining yourself in the future, how do you feel mentally? How does this affect your life, your decisions, the people you live with or the people you come into contact with regularly? See this glow of nourishment within you and how it touches every part of your life. But most importantly, I want you to see how this grounding and nourishing helps you feel like the most you you've ever felt, both supported and free. Imagine this future version of you. See yourself in your life. Future you is now going to share wisdom with present day you. In this space of soul time, there's no such thing as linear time. Accessing your past lives this can be done as easily as accessing your future self-knowledge. In soul time, these rules of past, present, future, they don't exist. Your future self comes closer and gives you a warm and comforting hug. Your future self has wisdom to share with you. Your future self has a message for you that will help you where you are on your path now. Allow this wisdom sharing to come in. 
Know that if it feels unclear or like a lot, that all of the wisdom that your future self is sharing with you is being planted in your subconscious mind. So every day, it's easier and easier to nourish yourself and feel that glow within that glow from being rooted and grounded in who you truly are. Allow any wisdom from your future self to come in. And when you're ready, open your eyes, grab your pen, and begin writing. What messages does your future self have for you? Allow and trust what comes in. Just simply observe, almost like it's just coming out of your pen. Easily, automatically. And now we have another question for your future self. No one knows you like you know you. Your future self has so many answers for you. When your future self looks at you now, what are some of the things that could get in the way? of you practicing or being more intentional around your grounding practices. It could be a physical barrier that gets in your way. It could be a mindset most often, stories we tell ourselves or beliefs that we have. What does your future self have to say about anything that could block you or make it more difficult for you to add in these grounding practices. It might be something new that comes to mind or it might be the same old excuse or story. Just allow it to come in, observe it, write it down. You can analyze it later. And now imagine yourself faced with that block or that thing, that mindset, that belief, that story that holds you back. And I want you to imagine your highest, most divine part of yourself saying something to that block. It could be fear. It could be a perception of how much time you have. What does your higher self have to say to you to help coach you to get through or around any resistance you might have? 
to more daily grounding practices. And our last question, what other messages are here for you now? This might be a phrase or a picture or a symbol. Allow any additional insights, whether it's from your spirit guides, your higher self, ancestors, any other enlightened beings. Trust what comes in. Whenever you've completed writing, you can go ahead and lay down your pen or pencil, relax your arms and your shoulders, and again, blink your eyes closed. If you're still writing, you can hit pause now and hit play when you're done writing. And now it's time to return to the present moment. But before we move away from this space, Let's send love and gratitude to all those who were with you offering guidance and wisdom, whether they were seen or unseen. And now moving away from this safe space of spiritual guidance, floating away closer and closer to the present moment, returning to the present moment and getting ready to move into the next phase of your day or night in a way that's seamless, peaceful, and desirable. I'm going to count from five to one. When I say one, you'll be balanced and ready for the party or day or night that comes next. Five, feeling empowered and relief because you took this journey and felt the messages deeply in your soul. Four, taking back with you everything you learned and experienced. Three, more in touch with the room around you. Two, beginning to feel sensation in your fingers and toes. And one, feeling wonderful, comfortable, confident, and easing into the next part of your day or night. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you know of someone who would appreciate this healing method or this particular hypnotic journey, send it to them. I'd appreciate it. And I appreciate you just being here and being open to this journey. Until next time, take care.